We are 1039 WDKX Rochester's number one station for arm day hip hop throwbacks. Thank you for starting off your day with WDKX and a basketball legend that will be in town for hope and recovery celebration. Details will be at WDKX Zap at WDKX.com, but you can find out more at easthouse.org. Special guest speaker is NBA, WNBA, NCAA. Uh, Olympic gold medal winner, um, NBA basketball legend out of Queens, Shamika Hoslaw. How are you? Uh, good morning. I'm doing great. I hope you're doing the same. I'm doing fantastic. It is an honor to talk to you. Um, uh, I have to say, you know, looking forward to the event that's coming to town. You'll be re- speaking on Friday, September 29th. It'll be at Jiva Theater. Uh, for uh, East House, talking a little bit about what's going on as we uh, talk about the month of September being the National Recovery Month, a time to celebrate in recovery from mental health and substance abuse disorder. Uh, so what brings you into town to talk a bit about that? I know a lot of people know about your M- your your basketball career, your WNBA career, your years and championships at Tennessee with the uh, legendary Pat Summit. Uh, but what brings you into Rochester to tell a story maybe people haven't heard of before? Uh, yes, I'm someone that lives with a mental health disorder. Um, my dad was diagnosed um, in my youth, but we didn't talk about mental health in my family. So when I was impacted with it and I started to see it like change my life and become a, a big hindrance at that point during my athletic career, um, I decided, you know, I'm tired of this because this is going to cost me my life. You know, I need help. And you know, I spoke about it and I was afraid because you don't know how people, there's so much stigma behind mental health, right? So I didn't know if people were going to support me or not. And, you know, the communities rallied behind me and it was just a, a, a great thing because it allowed me to eventually get the help that I needed because I had the support, but also be a, a voice for those who suffer in silence. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, with so much success and going on uh, in, in your basketball career, was basketball sort of an outlet for you to maybe handle some of the things that you were dealing with off the court? Because I think a lot of people look at somebody who is successful for you, three straight national championships, Tennessee, uh, a number one pick in the WNBA, great career basketball-wise. But I think they look at, oh, look how much she has. She can't possibly have any problems. And over the years, you've seen a lot of people with tons of success talk a bit about what they're really dealing with in their personal lives. Uh, definitely. I mean, when people think automatically, if you're saying you're having problems with an athlete or a big entertainer, is it the pressure? Is it the stress? But for me, it was just dealing with a lot of uh, childhood trauma. You know, yes, I was impacted by mental health, but I had parents, my dad's schizophrenic, my mom, um, I'm sure due to the issues dealing with my dad and his mental illness, started masking it, and then it became substance abuse. My, my parents were struggling with alcoholism. So all this is a part of my, my childhood. And, you know, people push me in sport, you know, people push me in academics, but no one ever like said, okay, this, this is a young lady who is dealing with all these things because, you know, I looked at my, my parents being my superheroes. So when you're taking away, like we were from my parents to go live with my grandmother, who was amazing, so supportive, so kind. I learned so much uh, from, it's still something that, trigger something inside of you. So I, I went through at a young age, you talk about 11, 12, dealing with um, depression and not being able to express it, you know, didn't have the skill set. And, and you know, it's interesting. So I grew up in the Bronx and uh, it was just 
the way I, I have a lot of courage, not only uh, for you and other people that have brought it up on what they're dealing with, especially at a young age where you're not quite sure how to handle it. Your brain's still maturing. Um, you know, there's a lot of you, you. You hit on it when you first started. We didn't talk about this. It was basically get up, go to work, go to school. What problems could you have? You don't pay no bills. You know, it was it was almost like, you know, what are you talking about? Now there's more of an open discussion, Shamika, I think, with this uh, issue of mental health and, and things that are going on that young people just don't know how to put into a sentence or into a phrase or tell a loved one. Right, right, definitely. And I, I want to thank, you know, I know social media has this negatives and positives, but have, these kids have access, people have an access, and, you know, you have people who have platforms being able to share their stories and share their journeys, inspiring others and giving them hope. So I think that's been a big, help create a big shift. And as far as people say, hey, if Selena Gomez struggles with depression, she can go get help, so can I. So I feel like we're ushering in a new time. And so many brave individuals, you know, standing on that uh, podium and saying, hey, you know what, I struggle with this, I need to take a break. That is so brave and it's so empowering. Uh, East House 2023 Hope and Recovery Celebration. It will take place on Friday, September 29th at Jiva Theater. Come out and see the legendary Shamika Hosclaw. Uh, whether you remember from the Tennessee days, WNBA, Hall of Famer, Olympic star. When did you, let me ask you a question before, uh, before we go. What was it that decided, all right, I need help? Was there a pivotal point? I know you have a movie about it, but was there a pivotal point where it was just like, you know what? I've been dealing with this for a long, long time. I might be great on the court, but I need to, Shamika's got to take care of Shamika. Um, it's when, uh, you know, I kept walking away from the game and I was called back and I, I wasn't like the healthiest and the most honest that I could be. And it wasn't until I was in Atlanta and I was faced with a situation where I was like, got in some legal trouble with the law. I'd never been in trouble or anything like that. And I sat there and I'm like, like, who is this person? Like, I need help. And that was the first time that I said, hey, you know, what do I need to do? Because when you have resources, that's what people have to understand. We, resources are a comfort, something that you can run to. A lot of times people can't, you can't make someone do something, right? You can't say, hey, you know what, if, if I'm okay, like you can't pick me up and my family can't lock me in the house and say, hey, you got to do this. And it was a point where I just wanted to be a better person. I wanted to be a better daughter. Um, you know, I just wanted to, 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 to give the same effort in my personal life that I did in my career. Uh, what would you say to somebody who's got maybe, uh, who's dealing with something that you're dealing with or dealt with or still dealing with, or somebody who's younger who may not understand, what advice would you give to a parent out there who sees their son or daughter struggling, or maybe they are the son and the daughter struggling? Right. If for for the young people, you know, I I I I'm, I'm, I deal with them a lot, and I have great conversations. And a lot of times, they're like I was myself. You keep things inside, you know, like they don't necessarily express it. They become very internal. And I always heard my grandmother say something: uh, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. You know, like you may think that the world, everybody knows what's going on, or you or, or monitoring your moves, but people don't know and really unless you ask for help. You know, so. You have to find your safe spaces of those who you feel comfortable with to express the things that you're going through. For a parent, oh, my God, you know, a parent is, like, the toughest because you want to fix your child, right? You want to fix them. You want to love them. You want to encourage them. But sometimes you need to, like, be there but say, hey, I'm here for you. I love you. I support you. We're going to go through this together, not trying to um, correct and fix 
everything, if that makes sense, because for myself, that made it seem like I'm suffering through, you know, mania and different things. That's agitating me. That's making me feel like I have a problem. And if I don't understand what's going on, I don't feel like I have a problem. You understand? <laughs> so, so that's causing that that's causing me to to get upset, to stay away from those individuals. And I tell parents, love your child. Just just tell them how much you care for them, how much you love them. You know, touch them, and and they ha- they can't hear that enough. You know, it's so important because some of the kids that I that I deal with, you know, and I'm not I'm talking about across all spans, right? Low socioeconomic, the people with a lot of means. And sometimes people get caught up thinking because they have things materially, oh my kid is good. They go to the best schools. Um, and the kid is saying on the flip side, like, yo, my we don't talk. My my parents don't hu- hug me. So make sure there's always a, a healthy balance. Uh absolutely. Shemika Osclaw. I can go through all the list of the honors. I mean WNBA Hall of Famer, athletic, uh, Olympian champion, three NCAA championships, but definitely an advocate for young people. I got to ask before you go, because the sports guy in me has got to ask, what is it about the game that you, Shamika Osclaw, would change right now? If you could change one thing, equal pay for women, the way the game is played, uh, load management, what would in your mind be the thing? I love basketball, but I would love to see this change. Oh, I would I would probably like to see the the pay increase, but it's getting there. You know, we have to start somewhere, and that that would be the main thing. I think the product that on is on the floor court. Oh my God, these young ladies are like at a whole nother level, and it's exciting. It's exciting to see them take ownership of their brands and to do amazing things in the community. So I definitely um, support an increase in pay. Well, I want to thank you for not only sharing your story but coming to Rochester. It'll be great. Uh, easthouse.org to get more information on this event. You do not want to miss out on it. It is Friday, September 29th. It'll be at 11 a.m. at Jiva Theater. Come out, see the legendary Shamika Hosclaw. Uh, tell her story and what we're dealing with, not only in the Rochester area, but across the country. I know my uncle suffered from uh, alcoholism, fought his way through it, and uh, got the help he needed. Uh, went to AA and, uh, you know, listen, he was one of the male figures I had in my life. He was able to turn it around and had a great life. Uh, and you you, you, and anybody else who's listening right now can do the same. Definitely be a part of this speaking engagement on the 29th. Thank you, uh, Ms. Holtzclaw. I appreciate the time. Uh, you take care. Have a great day. Yep, you too.